Hashtag SAFM Headspace. Good evening, welcome. You're listening to Facts of... Oh, no, it's not Facts of Faith. It's the hidden space. Okay, it was Facts of Faith yesterday and it was dealing with Facts of Faith matters today. Do beg your pardon. Facts of Faith happens on Sundays between 7 and 8. Tonight and for the rest of the week, every week from Monday to Thursday, it's the head space between 10 and midnight. That's what we're doing tonight like any other night. Tonight of the program, we invite you once again to participate in the conversation throughout the program. Please do not wait for me. Do not wait for me to say the lines are open. I'm letting you know now that the lines are all open, always, always open. You can start calling right now and we will engage you on what we are talking about. And perhaps you might even want to engage our guests. Tonight of the program, we'll be dealing with the open line as per usual, 30 minutes after 11. And before then, we go to before we go to the open line. We'll be speaking to Kondile Kedama, spokesperson of the Mangaung Metropolitan uh, Municipality, talking to us about the situation that they find themselves. We are told they are debt-ridden. We're going to find out if that is true and what they're doing to make sure that they get out of that situation. We cannot have, we cannot have municipal governments falling into the same trap that we've seen many, many other municipalities fall into, including state-owned companies. It would appear as though these rating agencies will have a field day to degrade us and rate us to, well, what has been termed junk status. Of course, that's not the technical term, but that is a reference to what we just might be if we don't look into this situation. We'll find out what's happening with that uh, municipality in Mangaung. That's happening at 5 after 11 here on the Headspace. Before we go to that conversation, just before we go to the news, we'll be speaking to a former DA leader in Western Cape, former Western Cape Premier Helen Ziller, about her return to politics as the national or the federal chairperson of the, uh, oh, I nearly use another name, of the Democratic Alliance. We'll be speaking to her. She joins us 30 minutes after 11, after 10 right here on the program. 30 after 10, she'll be here to talk to us on the line, though. So if you're one of those people who would like to engage her, also please dial so that we don't have those calls coming in later on. But we are going to begin our conversation this evening by talking to the newly the recently elected IFP president, Mr. Velenkosi Lavisa. Velenkosi Lavisa is a newly elected uh, IFP president. He'll be talking to us about what he has been doing ever since he began and what he's been heard, been saying, and so forth. What are they saying? Now, you're usually hearing me speaking to their national spokesperson to whom I enjoy speaking. He's a hard-hitting spokesperson. He speaks things as they are. He's very eloquent. And he has no problem speaking the truth, even if he disagrees with those people he speaks to. And I'm perfectly okay with that. Unfortunately, we're not speaking to him today. But fortunately, we're speaking to his president. And we'll be hearing from the president what exactly the plan is for the IFP. Brilliant team there, um, Mr. Labisa. And uh, their spokesperson, brilliant, brilliant team there. So that's our conversation as we begin the program for tonight. It's 10 minutes after 10. I'm Nayelo Pondwana. This is The Headspace. Headspace. 
The views and ideas expressed in this program are views expressly of the people sharing them and not of the anchor or of that of this broadcaster. All persons, juristic or natural, are to be held responsible for their own representations offered on this program by their agents and not this corporation. Any and all consumption of our conversational substance is entirely at your own discretion. Please be advised that this program airs subject matter that has the potential to destabilize and challenge your intellectual equilibrium. If you are excitable, profound caution when consuming our subject matter is advised. Participation in this program is a voluntary enterprise and as such is expected to be considered and deliberated on. Kindly note that, just as the anchor is, all participants, guests and callers are encouraged to engage in this our freedom of expression and any of our civil liberties responsibly. And so let me introduce you to our guest for tonight. We do have on the line IFP President Mr. Vilengosini Savisa. Good evening to you, sir, and thank you very much for agreeing to talk to us. Good evening, Nayan, and the listeners of SAFM. Thank you very much once again, sir, for agreeing to talk to us. This is very important for us to have this conversation. First and foremost, I'd like to say congratulations to the first year, right? Uh, congratulations for being elected into the headship of the IFP. How do you feel about that? Thank you very much uh, for the compliment, my partner. So, uh, your your leadership of the IFP, what 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 do you feel around that? Your feelings around you heading leading the IFP after such a long, long stint, the IFP being led by the elder statesman, as we like to call him. Uh, now you're taking over. Do you feel that perhaps you are uh, trying to fit in his big shoes? Are you bringing your own shoes? Or do you have an inner soul? Of course, there's a hyperboles to try and drive a point. How do you feel about your leadership of the IFP? Of course, Nayan. I am very humbled for the opportunity to which I have been assigned by the membership of the IFP to take the baton from one of the experienced African leaders who has led the ISP since its inception up to this year. When my name was firstly nominated in 2017, October, I started to imagine how well I can take the baton and lead the ISP into a new chapter. The leadership without the founder and over a period um, <clears throat> I have managed to see where the IFP should go should the conference confirm the nomination that was done in 2017 and actually in the conference in August this year the delegates and the leadership of the IFP unanimously spoke in one voice to open a new a new chapter and to take the ISP into a new season as a united um, organization under a new leadership. So I feel at ease to fill in the shoes of Prince Mangosu Tukhtelezi, and I will come with my own shoes to walk this journey, of course, following in the footstep of His Excellency and other previous leaders, but taking a new direction 
as we enter into a new season, which is a new chapter for the ISP. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about what seems to be um, uh, much attractive to the media as, as as things stand right now. There have been talks of the IFP and uh, its intentions to forge relations with the ANC and uh, some reconciliation. Kindly clarify what's going on there. Um, actually, Nayim, for the good of our country, <clears throat> The social cohesion across all racial groups is a priority. And also the reconciliation between the IFP and the ANC is what we must achieve because the two political parties have the same background. And we need to set the record straight. And this is not only for the current generation but the future generation, so that our history as the two black organizations that championed the struggle for freedom is set into a correct perspective even for the generations to know. This is good to to normalize the relations between the two organizations as we have a joint responsibility of leading our country out of the crisis in which it is today. Okay. All right. So it is true that you are trying to forge some um, relations with the African National Congress? Yes. We need to have um, the working relations between the two organizations so that we confront the challenges that affect our country jointly and this will be good for all people of south africa not only for the two organizations so what kind of relations are you hoping to merge or to work with the anc what kind of relations are these put it simply good working relations between the two organizations so that at certain stage what can be raised by the IFP for the good of the country, the ANC must find it easy to welcome and put it into practice for the benefit of the country. Okay. Uh, let me perhaps um, ask the, this question in this way. Are you planning on voting with the ANC on some of the decisions, whether it is mayoral, legislative, or parliamentary? The IFP believes in a constructive constructive opposition. We do not believe in opposing for the sake of opposing. When the ANC raises issues that will benefit our people, the IFP will no doubt support those issues. And we expect the same. When the IFP raises issues that will take our country forward, we expect the ANC and every political party in South Africa to welcome the views by the ISP for the common good of our country. 
the reason why I'm asking these questions, uh, uh, is because we are talking about a situation where you are trying to forge relations with the African National Congress, and yet, not too long ago, you have about two political parties that uh, f- broke away from you. Uh, one of the most famous ones is the one led uh, by Umamuza Nelikamogwaza Masibi. Have you any intentions of, of reconciling with them, for example? Well, um, now when you talk about the breakaway that was led by Damakwaza Sibi, truly speaking, that political organization is a non-factor in the political discourse in our country. Because even at a local municipality, it has no impact. And in the national election that was held this year, you saw the support it has. So I wouldn't really want to spend much time on it. We rather concentrate on the organizations that have a major role in redirecting our country. Our country is falling apart. The economy is declining. Our people are confronted by unemployment. Crime is rising in our country. The reason why I'm asking... The reason why I'm asking that, sir, is because uh, when you spoke to the Mail and Guardian, for example, about a week week ago, you did suggest that you were trying to build unity and the reasons for trying to reconcile with the African National Congress is because you're trying to be constructive and build unity. The question is, why would you want to build unity with people you've parted ways for so many years, uh, over 50 years, if I'm not mistaken, or 40 years, and yet... Uh, the recent breakaway, you are not able to forge ties, quite frankly, from listening to the tenor of our conversation right now. You don't even seem to regard them as people that worth reconciling with. Would that not be a form of reconciliation and co- social cohesion to start with these right here next door, as opposed to those far away over there? Yeah, yeah well, now I am. So many members who broke away with the NFP have come back to the IFP. As I indicated to you, that if you look at the NFP, practically speaking, it's like non-existent as we speak today. So we welcome uh, anyone who would want to come back to the IFP, but we are now looking at a bigger picture on what has more impact in solving the challenges that we face as a country. Okay. All right. I'm going to take a break and come back. When we come back, I'd like us to talk now about your plans, how you plan on rebuilding the IFP, because that's one of the things that you said to the press corps when you came to Johannesburg, that you're intending to rebuild the IFP. It would appear that you have a big and a mammoth task, which you have conceded to the Vanguard, that you acknowledge that you have a big task ahead of you. How do you plan on chipping away all those hurdles that you stand to uh, be stopped by, perhaps, whether that is economic policies or political strategies and even the standing historically of the IFP when we come back from the break. Across South Africa, online and on radio. SAFM, let's talk. 22 minutes after... We're in conversation with Utata Ovelingo Sinisabisa, who's the IFP president now. Sounds odd to say he's the IFP president. We've been saying um, uh, Prince Butele uh, is the IFP president. Now, to say IFP and then Sabisa, it's still something that we've got to get used to it because it's new, it's months new. But we are ever so grateful that you have agreed to talk to us because we're looking forward to seeing the 
growth of the IFP as a political force in our country. Now, when you spoke to the Mail and Guardian last week, you said you do acknowledge that you have a big problem uh, or at least a footprint that you'd like to enlarge beyond Kazan, which to me seems to be a concession that your political party is largely in Kazan. It may exist in other provinces, but it is largely in Kazan. Hence, you said you'd like to expand your footprint as the IFP beyond Guazulu Nadal and Gauteng having received votes in all nine provinces in May. So how do you plan on doing that, sir, seeing that for quite some time you've been in Gauteng and KZN? Yes, Nayem. We have given ourselves enough time to look at the performance of the IFP, especially during this election of 2019. As I have rightly indicated, we received votes in all nine provinces. We have finalized our political strategy of how to expand our footprint. As a priority, we are going to consolidate our base in Wazulu-Natal and Gauteng, and we have identified the first top five provinces that we will begin on in our expansion of the footprint of the IFP throughout South Africa. And after the festive season, we will be rolling out our program to all the remaining provinces in South Africa. We have even identified the areas in the voting stations where the IFP received votes and we will be making our entry through those um, entry points where we clearly have a demonstrated support to the IFP. I understand, sir. My question is, how are you going to make that entry? What is that the IFP is going to do now that it was not doing? We have um, decided now to focus our attention to all nine provinces, which has not been the case. The prevailing circumstances confined us within Wazrunatal and Gauteng. And the circumstances now favors the ISP. You see, there has been a lot of uh, propaganda that was used on the issue of violence and other people not wanting to accept the ISP in other provinces. But that uh, situation is no longer prevalent in our country. Throughout the nine provinces, people willingly want to support the ISP simply because the contribution of the ISP at a national uh, level in the National Assembly is clearly seen as one of the political parties that can shape the economy and the direction of our country being willingness of the people to accept IFP to where they are is what is um, encouraging us to enter into a new drive which we have formalized in terms of a strategy and all that is remaining now is to roll it out as I was in the Gauteng doing a tour with the various media in order to appeal that we must be given an equal space like the ruling party, because 
the media has also contributed in limiting our activities by not giving us a fair chance. We are not appealing for favoritism, but a fair chance that when we begin our province-to-province tour, village-to-village, meeting face-to-face the South African people, the media must make our message reach all our people in our country so that they have enough choice to decide who should be their choice when they go for the local government elections in 2021 at the same time preparing for 2024 next general election. All right, let me take a call for you, sir. And I want to promise you now that as for as for the headspace, this show that you're talking in right now, we open our doors to all political parties. It ends up being those political parties that say no enough now. So um, you will be invited time and time again. It will be up to you to reject that invite. You will have no such complaints with us. Let me take one question for you and then we'll let you go. Let's go to Durban there. Romeo is in Durban. Good evening, Romeo. Good evening to you and I and mm. uh, good evening to the president of ISP and the congratulations for your election the president of the party. Uh, I've got a a question. I'm an ANC supporter, but there is my question here. Did you ever try to find out uh, the rift that has created this uh, breakaway uh, party that is led by Mamam Magwaza? And um, in as much as you are now approaching a new era that you are singing now, that you are now trying to forge a unity together with the ANC, which I believe that is, uh, for me, I welcome the idea uh, for uniting, not for the sake of opposition, but don't you think that it was wise to find out those differences that has created uh, that problem for your party to have a splinter group. Good question. If I may say so. Thank you very Thank much, you. Romeo. Brilliant question. Thank you very much. I think that's following up on what, what I was asking. Go ahead, Mr. Slavis. Fortunately, <clears throat> when the NFP broke away from the ISP, I was an active leader in the ISP. I know the hunger for power was a driving force behind the breakaway of the NSP, as same as the hunger for power was a driving force behind the breakaway of Dr. Zibajiani. So now, to go back to people who wanted to break away because they wanted power might not be an ideal thing to do, but of course, we welcome any member who wants to work with the ISP, not necessarily to come back or in a major, but to work together for the common good of our country. But as I said, the NSP, when you look at its support, it is no longer a factor in dealing with the problems that confront our country. That is why the ISP is of the view that the ANC and the ISP as two major political parties with a long history and which service the black people who are the most 
suffering in the challenges we face, we feel a reconciliatory spirit and working together in, achieve, in, in, in trying to get a solution in the problems of our country is a good cause for our people, which is similar to the NFP and any other political party in our country. All right. Um, we will invite you again, uh, uh, Dr. Labisa. We thank you very much for coming through and talking to us. And we really are hoping for the best for you and will, your endeavors. I will always uh, appreciate and enjoy the opportunity to exchange and engage with the public as well as your good self, Naya, all the time. Thank you, sir. IP President Mr. Vilengosini.